Here's a news flash. Surprise, surprise. Well, look at you. The whole world is watching for my next move. Oh, my God. Times have changed. There are no rules. You're going to love it. Hello and welcome to Skip Intro, the podcast from Binge, all about the world's best television. Each week we're here to discuss the biggest new shows on Binge, along with our dinner party recommendations. My name is John Boehm, here with Ali Herbert Burns, and together we look after all the great TV and movies that you see on Binge. Ali, this week we're sticking to the classics and we're doing a drama and a comedy. That is true, aren't we? We've got something from Canada and something from... England. We've got The Way Home, new drama series starring Andy McDowell, and Black Ops, a comedy from the streets of London. Awesome. Well, shall we jump into a pond and head on to The Way Home? That will make sense in a minute, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What if you could meet your mother when she was your age? What if you could see your family just before it was broken? What if the only way forward... When three generations of women are brought together to heal the wounds of the past, the youngest of them finds herself literally time-traveling to better understand her family. Starring Andy McDowell as the patriarch, The Way Home offers a unique and compelling twist on the family drama. Ali, I was not sure what I was getting into when I started watching this, but by the end of the first episode, I was hooked. Me too. I initially thought it was like what we often see in a Hallmark movie. City girl moves home to small country town, you know, reconciling her past. But then there's this really cool time travel element to it. The first five minutes, you're like, oh, is this just like a made-for-TV rom-com kind of thing? Busy corporate girl moves home with her daughter. But it's really interestingly done. Andy McDowell plays the grandmother. They move back to the farm. There's sort of a tragedy in the past, which they start to uncover over the course of the series, where a son has died or gone missing 20 years ago, and they're still dealing with the grief of it. And that's obviously torn the family apart. And so there's three generations of women and the youngest, the granddaughter of the Andy McDowell character, has kind of been shielded from a lot of this. She doesn't quite understand her mother and grandmother's relationship, what happened to her uncle, and starts to realize there's a lot of mystery happening in the family. Yes, that's such a good way to put it, isn't it? The mum, the middle generation of these three women, has effectively run out of town for some reason or has left home and hasn't been back for a long time yet. So her granddaughter's kind of coming in completely cold, begrudgingly, yeah. angry that she's been taken away from the city and taken to Canada. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a pretty as a picture farm, isn't it? Almost looks out of Green Gable. Yeah, it's kind beautiful. Of like in terms of the house. Yeah, that plot itself would be interesting enough. But then what really sort of elevates this is the youngest daughter basically falls in a pond and then when she resurfaces she meets her younger mother and meets her younger uncle who would pass away and then also meets this sort of younger version of Andy McDowell so she gets this like completely different perspective on her family by sort of entering it as almost a friend of her mother as a child it's really well done and very compelling this comes from the Hallmark channel in the US the cable channel Hallmark's famous for their movies this is one of the first times we're we're seeing them do a series isn't it it's been one of the the most highest rating things in America this year yeah so Hallmark is basically a catchphrase for TV movies these days and they haven't done original series in, in quite a long time and this is their entry back into original dramas and it's broken all the records in the US it was the highest rated sort of cable show while it was running in the US earlier this year. So yeah, it's built this enormous audience. It's already been renewed for a second season. So yeah, we're really excited to be able to bring you season one, get you hooked on this Landry family and mystery and time traveling. And then yeah, we'll have season two when it comes out as well. Awesome. 
a few familiar faces. You talked about Andy McDowell, but there's also Kyla Lee, who plays the mum, Pat Laundry. Some of you might recognize her from Supergirl and also Grey's Anatomy, very familiar face. And like you said, one of the angles I liked in this episode that we've seen is that the daughter almost gets to know her mum again. They're kind of out of sync as adolescents and mum. Yeah. Through yeah. meeting her as a teenager. So it's a different way to do a mother-daughter story. You know, it's not the kind of just traditional Gilmore Girls. It's, yeah, it's quite unique. Yeah, but uh, Gilmore Girls is actually a really good reference. It's basically, it's like Gilmore Girls with time. Yeah, Gilmore, Gilmore Girls meets because, Outlander. There you go. Yeah, because, you know, Gilmore Girls does start with that similar story of the fractured mother-daughter relationship and the third generation. So, yeah, I don't know how I watched this and didn't think of Gilmore Girls. But if you like Gilmore Girls, you will love <laughs> The Way Home. The other cool character in this is her science teacher, who I love the reference in the first episode. The science teacher says that he's like Giles to her Buffy, which is a reference that she doesn't get because she's too young to <laughs> understand it. But the science teacher as you learn in the first episode, knows about the time travel because she kind of communicated with him in the past. So yeah, you've kind of got this guy in the present who's also helping her through this sort of time travel conundrum. But it's done really well and really elegantly. This is not a sci-fi show. It's kind of just a cool device for her to get to know her family and the sort of history of what's going on. But yeah, I'm so excited for people to see this because I think they're just going to burn through it because it's very, very compelling. So yeah, very excited to have The Way Home on Binge and the entire first season will be streaming for you on Monday and we will have season two when it comes out. The farm has been in the Landry family for generations. Sorry, I'm not a farmer. <laughs> this really is a special place. That's so special. How come you stayed away for the last 20 years? If only our teenage selves could see us now. Imagine that. The hilarious and nail-biting new British comedy Black Ops follows two East London community support officers who are thrust undercover to infiltrate a local gang. With five-star reviews, pitch-perfect performances, and a thoroughly modern perspective on law enforcement, it's the Brooklyn Nine-Nine meets Line of Duty mashup you didn't know you needed. Here's the thing. I need two officers to infiltrate a gang dealing drugs on Bright Marshall State. I hate to break it to you, Clinton, but we ain't street. We're just doing a spot of drug dealing. Uh... Yeah, I'm going through that. Ali, is that a fair comparison? That's a great comparison. I really liked this. This is so funny. It's totally bingeable, isn't it? I always love a good duo of police people. It's such a good way in for a show, isn't it? But these guys are fresh and funny, and they're quickly becoming like a really cool, somewhat clumsy crime pair. I feel like a couple of interesting things are at work here. One, it's just like a funny, farcical comedy. So there's like constant laughs throughout. But the second thing is there is like a real legitimate crime storyline that you're following. This isn't just like bumbling cops doing their jobs or whatever. They are infiltrating this crime. The reason they infiltrate this crime is because basically everyone else in the police force is white and they don't think they'd be able to infiltrate the gang <laughs> properly. So they get these two People who aren't actually cops, they're like community support officers who work for the police to then do this undercover work. So they're ill prepared to do the job, which is where a lot of the humor comes from. And the two main characters are Dom and Kay. Dom is like very smart, but not that into her job. And then Kay is super religious, not at all street smart. So again, a lot of the humor comes from pretending to be in a gang while actually being this quite conservative Christian guy, they get caught at one point and then Dom says to like cover up, she says that they've been dogging and then Kay has no idea what dogging means and then later looks it up and is, and is horrified. <laughs> so yeah, it's fish out of water, it's farce, but then there's also this cool actual real crime storyline that runs through Yeah, and the twist at the end of the first episode, I was literally like, 
I want to watch the next one. That was hilarious. And I wasn't expecting it. So yeah. you do go, where are these two unlikely undercover cops going to go? You know, when there's like a hapless cop and they get their way out of things because they're so silly, almost people forgive them or they, they let them be yeah. their mistakes. It's funny. They're really funny. They, yeah. they just work well each other so well. Like their comedy is so natural yeah. between them. I'm so glad we secured this one as well. Much like The Way Home, it's also been renewed, just been renewed for a second oh, cool. season. So we'll also be getting that. But yeah. If you're looking for like an actual comedy with like real laughs and it's set in like a slightly different world than a lot of these kind of sitcoms usually are, then I highly recommend Black Ops. Awesome. So yeah, all episodes of Black Ops are showing for you right now on Binge. This sounds dangerous. It is. Get us out of this mess. Start digging. Dinner party recommendations, John, the part in the pod where we give tips on favorite things that we've discovered or have been watching that might not be the main thing in the carousel, but the things that we tell our friends about when we're catching up for dinner. And you have that part in the dinner where everyone goes, I need a new show. What, what should I watch? What, what are, you are you watching? Okay. What are you watching? <laughs> well, this is not a hidden gem because it's one of the most celebrated shows of all time, but I am very excited that we now have every episode of it on binge because I am ready for my like biannual rewatch. I am, of course, talking about The West Wing. When we talk about the world's best shows, you know, West Wing's one of the first ones that comes to mind. So yeah, very excited to have every episode of that. Never doubt that a small group of thoughtful and committed citizens can change the world. You know why? It's the only thing that ever has. Having recorded on VHS, I've watched on I've watched on DVD. I've watched after I bought downloads. I used to watch it, it late. I've, I've streamed it multiple I times. I used to watch it late oh. night on Channel Nine in the olden days. Back in the day, it used to be yeah. on really late, like at eleven o'clock when they used to have Nightline, and then you'd stay up and watch it. I'd be falling asleep, but it, I was like, "Stay awake, it's so good. Stay awake, it's so good." I also know a lot of people like to be like the first four seasons are better or whatever, but I've basically only ever really watched it in like a continuous binge mode and it holds up to the last episode still think it's excellent and it's also kind of prescient it was pre-obama mccain but that last season and election is very similar yeah. so yeah if you want to watch a political drama of a much simpler time then yeah i absolutely love the west wing i'm so glad you said that when it came up in on the page the other day i was thrilled to see it return because with the u.s elections next year yeah. it's a good time to do that you said it and every few year rewatch few years ago, we were at an Airbnb or something and had no internet. We went to the local village and we're like, okay, there was nowhere to buy DVDs, but we went to like the Red Cross shop in town and they had the West Wing, the full box set. And it is so good to sit down and binge your way through it. It's like, yeah, we're the best. Just because you've said it. So I now have to tell this silly story. We stayed at a place once and there was like no reception, no internet and like free to wear wasn't working. So non-DVDs <laughs> that you find in no. cupboards and stuff. And the place that we rented... They had heaps of DVDs and I don't know if it was on purpose, like a prank or just a coincidence, but they only had the sequels to things. So they had like <laughs> Paddington 2 and Adam's Family Values 2. Like they had the, all these sequels to all these things, but not the first of any of the films. <laughs> or we watched a bunch of sequels. But, and for yeah. so many things, the sequels don't live up, do they? So you kind of had like a B-grade yeah. experience. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Anyway, you don't need to worry about DVDs or got you sorted. Yes. The fight to restore American democracy begins right now. Every time we think we've measured our capacity to meet a challenge, we look up and we're reminded that that capacity may well be limitless. And let that be our legacy. 
What about you? What's what's your dinner? I've got a little hidden gem, actually. We've talked about this in the past. I love my design shows and some of the lifestyle shows that we have. And there's a real little treat called Designing the Hebrides, which is a four-part series that actually takes one of the winners. He's an Australian guy, but he lives in Scotland now. And he won the Interior Design Masters, which is an interior design show that we've got a couple of seasons on on Binge. And this guy lives in the Outer Hebrides, one of the islands in kind of the north of Scotland. And each episode he's renovating well, he's not renovating because he's not like a builder renovator. He's like an interior designer. So he's refreshing the look of the rooms, but they're all kind of really cool properties. So he'll be doing like a room in a castle or he'll be going to the different islands around the Hebrides. So you get, if you love those kind of not travel shows, but kind of losing yourself when someone goes on location somewhere cool, or if you like Scotland, I like this one because it kind of combines somewhere nice that you could kind of want to go to and imagine yourself that with a design challenge. So that one's called Designing the Hebrides. Yeah, if you've not watched Interior Design Masters, I think we've spoken about it before on the pod, but it's it's basically like Bake Off for interior designers. So yeah, it's another one to add to the list. Banjo, this is fab. Yes. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Music to my ears. Banjo's new brief is in an isolated area of the Inner Hebrides. The island of Ulva has a population of just 10 and the community are keen to attract more visitors. It's a tough one because it's in the middle of nowhere. Logistically, this is quite a challenge, so I'm about to see what I've signed up for. Nice to get inside, that's the rain. Come on. <laughs> yeah. This is cool. Wow. This week on Skip Intro, we discussed The Way Home. We talked about the new British sitcom Black Ops. I reminded everybody that The West Wing exists, and Ali suggested that we check out Designing the Hebrides. All of these are streaming for you now on Binge, or will be very soon, which, of course, you can find on your favorite device. I'm John Ball. I'm joined every week by Ali Herbert Burns. Thank you so much for listening. This podcast was produced by Dan Barrett with audio editing and mixing by Chris Yates. And we'll be back next week with more Skip Intro.